Hi everyone, my name is Rahul Desai. Welcome to the first India Independent Films podcast. Um, I am a film critic for Film Companion, and I run the IIF blog. And uh, with me today is my friend and um, fellow film critic Uday Bhatia, who writes for the Mint Lounge. We are here today at the end of a very draining, interesting week. Um, I mean, most of it has been interesting for the last few months, but it's been particularly draining this week. We are here to talk about um, Irfan Khan, who passed away a couple of days ago. Um, Uday? Yeah. Uh, hi, Rahul. Um, it's sad that our first conversation has to be about this. Yes. Uh, I mean, obviously, I uh, I don't exactly... Um, I don't exactly remember what I was doing when I first heard about or where I first saw the message or who told me about it. I think it was all a blur for a, at least an hour. Um, I think on 29th April, I think. Where were you? Uh, I was at home. I, I'd been following it since the, uh, since the previous evening because uh, he was in hospital and uh, we had to you know, prepare for the worst. Unfortunately, the worst came the next morning. So the rest of the day was pretty much a blur. Yeah, I remember. I think a lot of us were, um, obviously a lot of us were were deeply affected, uh, quite grief-stricken in a way. And at the same time, we had the added pressure of having to think of something to write either as a tribute or, or an obituary. It's never easy to be a film journalist at these points of time. But it's also easy to forget the human aspect of these things. And uh, that's something I couldn't stop thinking of even when I was writing about him all day. Um, I mean, I've not really been part of too many situations like this in the sense someone from our generation, someone so emblematic of our generation passing and us having to deal with it head on. Uh, But um, what let's, I mean, let's talk a little about his career, what he meant to us, um, our relationship with him as a, as an actor in Hindi cinema. What was your first memory of Irfan, the actor? So, um, I, I, I'm not, uh, I, I've been trying to recall over the last few days what my first Irfan film would have been. And uh, I, I didn't see Makbul when it came out. It was, I think, maybe a year or two later that I saw it. And Hasil also I saw a little later. So it's possible that it might have been Makbul or Namesake, uh, which <laughs> interestingly are my two favorite Irfan performances. Uh, I think that would have been my first impression of him as a first, first sighting of him really as an actor. Yeah, I mean, I think... Yeah, same thing. I, because um, I remember watching Makbul a long time ago. Uh, I think I was in college. And um, I think I remember watching the film. I knew the director, Vishal Bhadwaj. Back then, obviously, you know, we weren't, I mean, I wasn't exactly into my professional life or I knew that I was going to ever become, say, a film critic or a writer. So I knew the director, Vishal Bhadwaj, by name. But it was interesting because I watched Makbul. I found it really powerful at that point of time but that was the only adjective I could use at that point of time 
um, and um, I I think after that again I watched Hasil a little later. But the interesting thing is I did not know Irfan's Irfan Khan's name. I mean I did recognize his face in Makbul. Uh, I remembered him as the guy who really stood to to with like Pankaj Kapoor. Um, and um, it wasn't until a few years later again in Namesake that I truly uh, started to realize that oh this is the same guy in Makbul. Um, and you know he's actually playing a sort of mature father in this role so it started to slowly dawn upon me then that this guy is no regular i mean we won't see him in a lot of regular bollywood films so to say and uh, when i did watch namesake um, obviously i watched it with great um, uh, uh, eagerness because i was a big fan of meera nair's uh, previous films especially monsoon wedding so i was very pleasantly surprised to see her fun in namesake and i think after that my next memory straight away was life in a metro where i think that film was interesting for a lot of people and a lot of people remember irfan in that film do right. you think the case of you know first memories are always the most uh, most powerful or the most um, fleeting but i mean i'm not exactly i don't exactly remember uh, after life in a metro how much um, how long it was till i actually remembered his next film what do you think so i i actually i missed life in a metro i never saw it till much later i but i saw him in a in a very short role in darjeeling limited and ah. again there's there's just something about he plays a father of a boy who 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 dies and the uh, the, the three you know central characters in the film they find the boy and they uh, they bringing bring the dead boy to the father and irfan's face in that in those like one or two scenes i remember there's a there's a scene where he's sort of uh, in the water and there's some prayers being said and then he yeah. sort of just almost collapses at the end of that and just right. the, the way he did that he was so powerful in just those two scenes and to connect that with the uh, with the uh, the namesake character and the makbul were were uh, it it was clear that like this this guy is really special yeah um, i mean same you actually now that you mentioned darjeeling limited obviously again with him it's the case of always you know having like someone say someone like you right now mentioning these films and scenes suddenly flashing in my memory and it's interesting you mentioned that scene because that one is actually the only one i remember from that film i wasn't a big fan of the film personally but right. i do now remember irfan in that and it's the same with i mean i think his twist with mainstream in the cinema started at the same point i wouldn't call life in a metro you know like a an out and out sort of commercial film but uh, at least that's when he uh, as an actor dawned upon say the regular Uh, regular viewers of um, uh, of this country and i think a lot of people started to recognize him then uh, when did when exactly did you start your career as a film journalist and was irfan already a big part of the landscape back then? um that would have been 2010 and uh, he was kind of getting going by then i think billu was possibly his first um, i don't know if you as a as a lead actor um i mean he played multi lead films yeah. but uh, billu was basically him carrying the thing or at least like mostly carrying it right so uh 
that was 2009 so yeah he was uh, he was getting there i think he was um, uh, he was kind of picking up and uh, i mean everybody was waiting for pan singh tomar which had already been made a couple of years before and had a big reputation but hadn't been released in india so everyone knew that that would come at some point yeah there was that big delay uh in the making in the editing it being re-edited a lot of hype behind that film i know i remember hearing about it that it's been in the making for the longest time like and uh, uh, yeah if uh, if i'm not mistaken i think it played at a festival in 2007 and then it went and released in 2012 finally in in india yeah that's quite that's quite a gap i mean can you imagine because uh, uh, because billu came in 2000 and 9 and that's when yeah. you know as you said it probably one of his first lead roles in mainstream hindi cinema priyadarshan yeah. and shahrukh khan uh, yeah and a lot of people noticed him in billu obviously like uh, i remember yesterday i was talking to my mother and she was somehow she remembered only billu uh, him as you know his face as the definitive uh, sort of face in that film and she was like you know i still remember how he made me cry in that last scene and how he outperformed sharukh in that scene and that's when you know i realized that you know anyone someone like irfan represented someone like us and it was quite right. weird to hear that from your a parent because you know uh, they aren't exactly our generation but they were very aware of irfan and his reputation and his talent his legacy and uh, and it's interesting i wonder if like you know since we have st- been film journalists for the better part of last decade uh, for me it's been since 2013 or 14 for you since 2010 i wonder how much irfan and his career has influenced the way we've looked at films and by extension our profession of analyzing films of watching them day in and day out because i remember mentioning even uh, when i was writing about irfan that you know uh, it subconsciously happened that whenever i would then after watching an irfan film for the next couple of years if i was going to watch other films and i started uh, critiquing films for a living i would subconsciously measure them up to irfan in my head without really knowing it because i already knew where the glass ceiling was after that and i knew that a particular brand a particular kind of acting can exist because before that honestly either i wasn't mature enough to know that there was uh, a possibility of different kinds of acting or uh, i just evolved in parallel with irfan's career right no i i i completely agree with you there and uh, i think just through his choices he kind of uh, pushed i guess other actors to or at least actors who came in after him to be more picky about their careers and it kind of then you started seeing you know the rajkumar rao's come out nawaz and uh, you know so many other people who have sort of uh, who, who are actually building filmographies instead of just careers and before that I, i you know in the in the hindi cinema that i was seeing there was only manoj bajpayee but manoj bajpayee went far into commercial cinema because you know there was a lean period for him and he had to and there, there but irfan somehow there was very little rubbish that he that he did even even at the start of his career where you think there'd be a lot i mean there was his but otherwise yeah and not not that much rubbish yeah 
so i mean th- that's what happened i guess after i mean after we started seeing him a little more often after director started uh, noticing that he was in fact very versatile and he wasn't exactly limited to what people would call say parallel cinema or uh, non mainstream cinema at that point of time i think uh, uh, yeah i think after uh, billu i think a lot of directors sort of saw potential in him and uh, i do remember obviously very deeply falling in love with lunchbox when it did release back in 2012 or 13 and um, that's when um, i think that's when it became very clear at least to me that and coincidentally that's when even my career was taking off or just about started that i i realized that i wanted to write about films and it and a film like lunchbox came out and i was like okay Uh, it's not just limited to the film industry and the actors and the other artists that have to sort of raise their game after this particular film because i remember we a lot of us hadn't watched a film like that at least originating from say the annals of hindi cinema uh, for a while and even dis- without the oscar hype i think it was sort of a big deal back then so i, I remember when i started out at least uh, going about my own career irfan was always sort of an omnipresent influence in the way we watched our films also after that of course as you said he didn't do a lot of rubbish uh, beforehand uh, before i think before 2010 but uh, uh, and, and i always recognized him as the guy oh that guy who can act and who has some very uh, a very weird set of eyes actually that's the his distinct feature i remember but i think right. in the last decade he did do uh, a lot of say commercial cinema a lot of trashy cinema but somehow the distinct thing a lot of us remembered is that you know irfan is somehow still watchable in any kind of work he does and it started with lunchbox obviously the bar was set so high that you know uh, a lot of his films after that never really measured up to that uh, right no there there's a there's actually a, uh, it's a lot of fun to watch him uh, do like really trashy films but uh, you know really come out on top i think 2015 he he did both jurassic world and <laughs> jazba which oh. are very different <laughs> kinds of rubbish and he's he's tremendous fun in both of them yes he is, he is. Uh, don't you feel like actors like irfan and even manoj bajpai to an extent given that i just watched manoj bajpai in a terrible film recently uh don't you think like they know i mean they it's sort of an inside joke when they act in these films and the way they go about acting and hamming and you know having a blast in general you know for a fact that they are sort of just uh you know de-stressing in between the kind of roles that do demand a lot from them right yeah no and there's but the nice thing is that it it still comes across as a fun performance even if they're kind of ironically sort of looking at the film even as they're doing it because the actors who are phoning it in that's that's the kind of thing that kind of you know the audience then realizes that he's just being lazy right. so they're not exactly being lazy they're just being like they they're realizing what the material is and that you know he has a chance to have some fun and give the audience something you know to get them through the film i mean i was so grateful for him in jazba uh, <laughs> which which i think uh, we saw together uh, yeah i remember in fact i didn't remember a lot of jazba till i saw 
that performance being mentioned in a lot of uh, obituaries later as a classic example of a terrible film with Irfan having a ball. I do remember sort of, I mean, I only remember a lot of green in that film and a lot of Aishwarya Rai. Um, I do uh, not remember much of Irfan in that film, but now that you mention it, he did have that sort of, I don't know, it, it was sort of a twinkle in his eye almost when he was doing these kind of films. He was never really lazy though. Yeah. Yeah. What about, um, I've always wondered, obviously for the, since we've started watching films in at least this part of the century, um, I think the way the West has sort of uh, utilized Indian actors and utilized, um, uh, say, Hindi film talent over the last 20 years has sort of, obviously, there's been an arc to it. It has changed. I've only, uh, at least for the late 90s and the early 2000s, remember a lot of Ompuri in these films and uh, him doing a specific kind of role in the South Asian sort of uh, crossover, so to say, films. Even a lot of international directors used him. Uh, I also, and I find it interesting that Irfan was the guy who actually uh, not only was such a big deal in Hindi cinema by then that even he sort of crossed over to the West, Hollywood sort of noticed him. Uh, and yeah, um, yeah I, I keep wondering why Irfan at that, because I mean, very few actors have actually made that uh, sort of leap and been successful at it. And if you notice the titles he's done, even though they've been bit roles, they've been some huge films, even a film like Jurassic World or Life of Pi. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, ap- that's true. And uh, perhaps uh, useful that he did um, uh, The Warrior, uh, right. uh, uh, Asif Kapadia. Yeah. Uh, early on. Uh, I mean, not very early on, but still before Makbul, before Hassel, he he did that. So he was known then. And I mean, through that, and then he did A Mighty Heart a couple of years later, and he did Darjeeling Limited. So he he kept getting these parts. He got the, he got a a part on this uh, HBO series called In Treatment. He was in (laughs) New York, I Love You, in a very weird segment, you mean the uh, Natalie Portman segment? The Natalie Portman one, yeah. uh, which was just and and I I I had gone to see the film I remember and I had no I had no idea that Irfan was there. So when he suddenly turns up in in uh, in the in that segment, it was just uh, yeah. I mean I was really like, how, what's he doing here? And yeah. of course there was Slumdog Millionaire in 2008, which right. uh, really kind of must have uh, given him the sort of in for Spider-Man and Life of Pi and Jurassic World, like the big, the big films. I'm guessing they may have seen him in Slumdog. Right. Yeah, I guess that's how exposure works, even in the West or actually anywhere in the world. Because I guess when you do a film like Warrior and then you know uh, a Mighty Heart and Slumdog, and with no small names, none of those films. Uh, I guess that's how it works. But I was, I've always also noticed that he's never really. Uh, he's never really um, sort of uh, boxed himself in the West's interpretation of a Bollywood actor or of a Hindi film actor. You know, with all his little oddities and his quirks, like his accent, uh, the way he goes about it in namesake, 
I feel like a lot of directors chose him for what he represented and the kind of I don't know you call it authenticity, rootedness, or whatever it is to be the face of South Asian uh, sort of entertainment uh, for that reason more than you know what they wanted him to be because we've seen it over uh, the last few decades that a lot of our actors when they do get these bit roles in these films. uh the accent automatically changes they they play different kinds of characters and crossover characters so i, I don't know i found irfan vaguely uh, vaguely rooted in that sense when he does these films a little bit like say anupam kher in uh, silver linings playbook for example right right you know i i absolutely agree with you and i i think there's also just a i i written about this uh, uh when he in the piece after he died uh, that there's just a, a strange beauty about uh, irfan speaking english because he he does it in his own way and he finds his own rhythms uh, and uh, it's 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 not an accent and it's not the west's idea of an indian accent at all it's just the way he speaks yeah exactly there's there's just that lilt to it and and it's very beautiful so i think there's that that authenticity that you spoke of i think there's just something about him speaking in english that does not seem like too much of a remove from him speaking in hindi it's like even in slum dog when he's speaking english yeah you can imagine almost imagine that he's speaking in hindi because it just sounds so natural right whereas with some of the other characters you realize that they are you know either not indian and they're speaking english in the way they imagine an indian might speak or yeah. they're indian and they're speaking it in the way that they hope that you know the filmmaker wants them to speak english yeah exactly that's actually a lovely point because i, I he even when i heard him in slum dog millionaire or say I, like namesake was more uh, namesake no i think life of pi was most distinct it was most obvious he always spoke like someone who's who wasn't fast about the fact that uh, english wasn't exactly his first language he made it very apparent when he was even speaking in these hollywood films or even if he uh, ironically did a film like hindi medium which was all about what we are speaking about right now about hindi uh, uh, about sort of english being such an obsession with a certain class of film watching and uh, film consume consumption so I, i feel like he always spoke like he didn't have any doubt that you know uh he's he might struggle a little bit more with english as opposed to say hindi or any other dialect uh i do remember uh ironically that i think one of his best performances and even one of the best films i've seen in the last decade or so in kissa the punjabi language film by uh, right. anup singh where uh, tilotama shome and rasika dugal i think all three of them gave you know some really um memorable performance in that and uh, i think that was uh, sort of irfan i mean i wish i did i remember while watching that film i wish i did understand punjabi a little better so that i could experience irfan speaking punjabi the same way uh, a lot of us english speaking people uh, uh, consume the way he speaks english in these films without any pretense without any uh, with some sort of uh, uh, with some sort of rootedness to it right right Oh, they, no, that was a beautiful performance, and uh, I mean, from all three of them, but right? Irfan again. There's that. 
again another great thing about him which is why you know he he could be so surprising as an actor was that he often combined great charm in a role with also being very messed up or very disturbing and uh, you know kissa was uh, a very uh, a very complicated role of course uh, there was a much smaller part in in satkhun ma right uh, opposite priyanka chopra is he's one of her uh, ill-fated yeah. husbands right and uh, the uh, uh, he's um, like he he seems so charismatic uh, uh, as a poet in in kashmir in the first 5 minutes that he's there uh, that you think this is uh, this is going to be great he's, he he's yeah. uh, reciting a, a poem to a gathering out there and n- not only priyanka chopra's character but the whole gathering is in love with him like you can see them hanging on every word he's just so charismatic yeah. uh, and then after that you know he he turns like in like in a second and suddenly he's this monster yeah. so and yeah, i think a lesser actor wouldn't have been able to be that attractive uh in the beginning and then just suddenly like drop it uh like in the middle of a scene yeah exactly i mean i remember that film very uh, clearly and i i remember at the moment it fun came on screen and the way you described him right now uh, i mean there was something so um, i mean there was something very sinisterly effeminate about his performance in that film and uh, i remember it did inform you know the arc of priyanka in that film which was anyways quite a left you know quite a sort of left of field film to sell in general but i feel like it fun's performance in that film uh, for me at, at least it was it was one of my uh, most i don't know it, it feels like i whenever i do remember irfan or I, i try to remember three or four of his most uh, distinctive performances or his most memorable films I, for some reason that film always comes even though is one of like seven lovers of hers in that film and uh, um, i yeah I, and i remember it I, i watched it i think i think this was before lunchbox though right i Think yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. And I remember when after after watching Lunchbox, I I really couldn't believe that it was the same guy. Uh, and uh, you know, someone especially after watching like Magbul almost a decade before that, it sort of it it almost sort of shattered me in a very good way that you know this guy is going to challenge a lot of our perceptions of uh, the way we. at least look at hindi cinema and i feel like vaguely sort of very grateful to the guy especially because you know uh, especially in the last 6 or 7 years we've been writing about cinema like weekly for a living that you know he's i mean people like him it's because of him obviously there is an entire ecosystem of actors like as you mentioned nawazuddin and rajkumar rao and um, uh, even pankaj party and so many of them have come up and after he in a, in a way under his shadows so i i do i mean for me a lot of that uh, sort of and i remember even watching uh, the aib video which he did the right. the <laughs> music video uh, the party song video Pop party song yeah, yeah yeah and that absolutely i mean i was like there's nothing at that point that could have sort of uh, because i was just rewatching it yesterday and i couldn't stop laughing with some of uh, 
I mean, he's just he was just on point even in something as minuscule as that. I mean, obviously it's it's a very it's a very AIB thing and it was very uh, wittily written. But uh, I mean, yeah, I, I there was at that point I I don't think there was anything. Uh, do you how much did at that, that point Lunchbox a film like Lunchbox actually you know making it in like sort of arresting the global gaze? Uh, how did you react to the film at that point of time? I mean, I was, I was as taken as it is as everyone out here. Really, I I loved the film, and uh, now that you uh, mention the world gaze, I I think that kind of I might be a, a good point to mention that you know everyone was talking about how uh, Irfan was uh, one of the few Indian actors to be taken seriously in Hollywood and got these very big films to do, which is absolutely true, and that also is a loss. but also a huge loss i think is uh, india losing a sort of connecting tissue with world cinema with yeah. with his passing because uh, it's he would have been the first fall of of so many directors going forward right and uh, i i think that is one area in which um, you know his his absence is really going to matter because he he never really seemed uh, content to stay in 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 any kind of uh, particular cinema he'd he'd go from from commercial hindi cinema to commercial us cinema to art film to uh, right. world cinema and i i think that uh, that is one area in which we've kind of lost a bit of a connection out there which is really sad yeah uh, that's yeah that's absolutely true and i mean do you remember a lot of television he did not much i uh, i i've i've only seen uh, i've only seen the series he did like i think fairly recently called tokyo trials right uh, uh that's that's about it i i don't think i've seen his uh, did you ever see his star best sellers he was i think in a star best sellers episode which people remember or people yeah, were bringing up was but I, i i don't remember watching it like but yeah now that you mention it i do remember people talking about it uh, i also remember that he was in banegi apni baat and that was the one sort of show i was familiar with in my childhood and uh, at that point irfan himself was pretty young uh for some reason i can't shake off this feeling that he was always in my head a middle aged sort of actor i don't know what it was even when he was young even when he was doing the young like in the 90s when he was coming up and we saw a bit of him on television saw a bit of his uh, uh saw uh, you know the, especially that um, the film bypass which did right. so well with him and was the short film right. uh, yeah for some reason he's always even even in salam bombay even though he was barely there uh, i feel like i just uh, he's the kind of actor because I, I rem- when um, uh, th- there's something I, i don't know if it's down to his acting the way he carries himself on screen or off the screen he's always had this very sort of real, like very i don't know lazyish middle aged gait about him even when i think about him in his uh, previous films like uh, um, i don't know what it was maybe it's just me but uh, no i uh, i i agree with you there's uh, one of his early uh, prominent roles was in uh, ek doctor ki maut 
uh, oh, with uh, with yeah. pankaj kapoor yeah. and uh, he is i don't know what the age of the character he's supposed to be playing but yeah. he he seems very he has that middle aged energy that you're talking about in that and he was pretty young then yeah exactly and i think a lot of that my perception of him the way he's always been this middle age it's like it's for example watching someone like anupam khair debut with saranch you know because in the in your head he is always going to remain that i mean that's where he started he's always going to remain that old man who sort of uh, every now and then very rarely gets the younger roles but he's always these guys sort of and as great all of them are great actors and they sort of find a find some place of your head you start you know uh, labeling them as a particular i don't know if it's ageism but it's just that it's like irfan uh, has seemed the same way to me and that's why um, a film like um, pan singh tomar was such a shock to my system to watch him actually play uh, someone so physical right yeah absolutely Pansing Tomar again, uh, just um, like I, I feel that that film maybe if it had come a little earlier, uh, I mean Irfan's career took off anyways, and it was always going to take off. I think, but uh, I think if that had come out, I think it might have just hastened like the build up of of the myth of Irfan. Yeah, a little earlier, just because it's even shot that way. If you remember the first scene where uh, where he's introduced. uh it's uh, they're not even showing the is showing his face so they're just just they show his feet and then they uh, they show the reporter who's gone there and then they show his hands and he's sitting down then finally they show his face so it's like uh, <laughs> it's it's like a precursor to the very famous uh, heather heather scene which i think uh, you and i both wrote about yeah uh, uh, I, but you know it's just like it's almost as if that film knew that he was a star exactly uh, like that many years before everyone else caught on yeah i mean that film was ex- i mean that and to some extent gunde also i mean they both of them even though gunde was for me quite a terrible film it was surprising that irfan got a crazy reception in the cinema all i was watching it in. i remember to obviously because it was a yashaj film and to review it early morning on a friday but irfan's entry was somehow bigger than the two other younger stars and like and this was of course on the back of like sort of heather and it's interesting you mentioned the uh, i feel like the definite if there was a precise moment irfan's legend took off for a lot of people maybe not for us so much but for a lot of people it was pansing tomar because i I do remember the amount of critical acclaim and the amount of that was the one film where for me social media actually defined that film and word of mouth became digital because mm-hmm. i remember what hype uh, uh, you know it, what hype the release was followed by on twitter which was a relatively new platform back then compared to now and on facebook and people going absolutely bonkers over uh, you know uh, first of all a lot of first of all a sports film in a way and uh, someone like irfan who's probably the most unconventional uh, hero back then to do something uh, as physical which was as you know sort of at odds with his general our general perception of him i feel like pansing tomar was the time uh, irfan sort of blew up and after that i feel like 
a lot of commercial directors took notice of him and as you said then his he started to be given entry sequences and he started to lead these films what do you think about that pansing no absolutely and two and 2012 was a huge year for him because he had pansing tomar and then he had spider man and he had life of pi so oh. that was and yeah. then lunchbox came next year so generally that's like i think those were probably like the two years where he just sort of exploded yeah that now that you, you yeah what do you uh, was do you remember the reaction to his entry in heather because uh, i i have uh, memories uh, of watching it in in uh, old delhi in delight Right. and um, it it played there and, and when he when he comes on and he's sort of coming in the distance and he's out of focus it's just like everyone already had started cheering and then when they see ifan they kind of lost it and it's That's- so weird because uh, you know he's it's a small part yeah and uh, it's like they hadn't given shahid kapoor anything like that reception so i i thought that was very i mean that made me feel really nice because you know you don't always get supporting characters getting like supporting actors getting huge cheers yeah exactly i mean actually 2014 was that sort of year because both in as you said in heather was obviously his most popular entry in gunde and heather both in 2014 i think i'm the heroes didn't get that kind of reception and i do remember watching him in heather and uh, sort of and that riff really helped you know the riff of music that plays when he does uh, when yeah. he sort of goes from a blur to you know his face uh, yeah. that never really left my mind and you know that's sort of the i mean that that really did say a lot about because he was always he, at least till then uh, till around till pansing tomar sort of had its delayed release until Uh, till lunchbox sort of established him as a sort of in the global gaze i think till then we hadn't seen supporting actors sort of have that kind of weight in a film and i don't think he even treated them as supporting parts if you think about it because uh, uh, for me uh, e- even something as small as heather where uh, a lot of people can still quote uh, a lot of his lines from that film and his his right. chemistry with tabu and uh, which which was sort of uh, very poetic after especially after he was uh, with her in namesake i think uh, yeah for me it never really i, I never really uh, digested uh, irfan as uh, a supporting actor or a cameo because for me one of his most memorable roles in fact even though i didn't know much about irfan at that point of time was in mumbai meri jaan which was anyway a multi narrative right. right and yeah. uh, it was one of my it was one of my favorite films of that year and i remember a lot of like for me it was easily paresh one of paresh raval's career best performances as a maharashtrian cop it was uh, probably sohali khan's best performance uh, in you know a career full of fleeting performances i still remember a very haunting breakdown scene as a wife who loses her husband correct yeah correct yeah and there are such distinct moments in that film and yet irfan sort of appears in probably probably the most fleeting role in that film and you know it's an it's sort of an arcued almost want to forget you are almost conditioned to forget as the viewer just as most migrants in bombay it sort of goes very um, it goes hand in hand with the whole 
a cinema of migrants in uh, in india that you recently wrote about and uh, uh, i feel like irfan in that film was for me uh, a very haunting sort of uh, depiction of a certain kind of bombay of the sort of bombay that, that i saw uh, when i was uh, part of it when the t- uh, train blast happened back in 2009 so i mean that is the one i mean even though a lot of people call it a cameo i think that performance sort of changed at least internally in me my perception of him that was one of the early irfan films that i think i saw Uh, now i i never i never recall it when i think of uh, irfan performances but i can't forget that scene where he's there in the mall and yeah. then it just turns and they shunt him out yeah i mean uh, that that scene the mall scene is i mean that was actually irfan in a nutshell in so many ways because he was sort of he he transitioned from sort of indie to mainstream in like Three seconds, especially when you know he entered the mall and started acting like you know he's going to avenge the treatment of him on the road. And I felt like you know, uh, you know, th- those were one of the things that really sort of uh, for me um, define the fact that you know it wasn't really a supporting role for him whenever he did going uh, did go about it. What did what do you think about even 2015 was a major year? I think it had. personally my favorite irfan performance in talwar oh that's uh, that's one of my favorites also and uh, why 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 do you like that because i i i love that performance a lot i find it difficult to explain why i i love it so much i have never figured out honestly why i love it so much but there is i mean in general that film was more but then a film for a lot of people and it was also very tricky to make because you know these based on true story films that tend to take sides and it obviously profited a lot from the fact that it was written by someone like vishal badwaj meghna gulzar was at the top of her craft also in a way but you know to to see a procedural like that in in hindi cinema and to see a sort of i mean we have seen the haunted detective for for the for decades in hollywood you know the guy who's personal life is crumbling while he's trying to go about a case and right. for some reason irfan is the first guy that comes to my mind when i think of that stereotype and he sort of elevated that stereotype because in hindi cinema there was very there was always a very um, narrow minded way of going about a role like that for filmmakers for writers you show them with a bottle of booze you show them making a scene at a shady bar you sure. you show them sort of losing it with their wife on the phone and becoming abusive for a second but irfan's performance in that film sort of totally subverted that stereotype for me and he, and without really taking the focus off the case and off the of the goal of that film and uh, i think the uh, the uh, the way interesting thing which i found when i was sort of revisiting the film a while ago was that he's he's also kind of an asshole in it like he's uh, he's making fun of his colleagues and he's kind of taking uh, taking everybody's trip and he's he's not the easiest guy to work with yeah. so it's it's not like he's playing like you know that that stereotype of an honest uh, exactly. officer trying to get things done but he he's he's like a it's it's a very uh it's a very nice mixture of 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 tones which is there in that and again like 
it 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 would have been beyond most actors to find all those uh, different shades in that character but i think irfan managed to suggest all of them without sort of stressing and uh, of course tabu had to be there yeah exactly. <laughs> in that, in, in that uh, in that one scene i mean that Uh, the scene where he uh, where he lands up at her place at night. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I felt like the taboo part, you know, like her having a cameo in a film like Talwar. I was actually worried before watching Talwar that it would sort of uh, distract us from the gravitas of the film. Like you know, having trying to play on the career of Irfan Khan by putting a taboo in a film yeah. like that because they've been together earlier, and it's like you know putting. Sharukh in a film starring Kajol just for the heck of it, because right. it's 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 sort of a very um, real world extension of that. So I was worried that would happen, but you know, I actually even if I think of Talwar right now, I really don't think of Tabu in it so much. It didn't even matter she was Tabu in it, and uh, there was that one scene uh, where you know where her very presence sort of informed a lot of the way we thought about you know his. Troubled personal life in that film, making him the kind of asshole you describe he was, which is true because when because his chemistry with Prakash Belawadi was, I think, his boss in that. Uh, yeah, it's his. He's a, he was his boss. Yeah, I mean, there was there was such um, for me that that chemistry uh, that he shared with uh, Prakash in that film, and uh, especially towards the end of that film, and their sort of uh, it, it was. I don't know. It was vaguely quirky, vaguely uh, uh, I don't know. So something just fit there, even though I did not expect them to uh, have that kind of uh, effect on a story as complex as that. Uh, yeah. For me, that was sort of an extension of. Um, so I saw a very playful extension of that in Piku between Amitabh and him. The chemistry he shared with Amitabh in that film. Uh, it's like a serious film and a sort of coming of age film but i felt like you know and both came out in the same year and i felt like irfan was still doing the same role but in a very different universe that's that's a fascinating uh, uh, comparison I, i i wouldn't have thought of that uh, but yeah there's uh, again piku uh, there is this we'd seen that i guess in life in a metro that he could just be like flat out charming and uh, but in piku i think that that really uh, it's just like you know the kind of hangout irfan like boost yeah. and like just someone you would want to go on a long uh, car trip uh, car ride with Uh, that kind of thing and that came again in kareeb kareeb single and in karwan again yeah and in a film like karwan which really got carried away with the road trip so <laughs> right yeah you yeah. have uh, other uh, irfan moments that sort of that sort of uh, you hold dear yeah more than moments i yeah i do have like uh, moments from films like piku uh, for some reason his more obviously his more celebrated roles like say a heather or uh, a pansing tomar or even uh, something like ye sali zindagi aur saath kun maaf for some reason i don't remember specific moments from that maybe because he was so damn consistently good in them 
but uh-huh. i do remember a lot of moments from uh, even his lesser films like say a hindi medium or a kareeb kareeb single the sort of as you said uh, hangout irfan and the uh, a lot of people i felt misread irfan and a lot of people including me at that point misread irfan as sort of phoning it phoning it in in a couple of roles like say kareeb kareeb single and even blackmail for example but i did realize later that there was a lot of uh, as you said a lot of a mixture of a lot of tones in his performances even there even though we yeah. didn't see a lot of irfan since 2017 or 16 i think whatever i did see of him i definitely uh, came away sort of remembering but obviously as i said my favorite performance personal fa- favorite performance of irfan was talwar uh for some reason that is embedded into my mind it's just it haunts me day and night even now when i think about it i don't know how much of that is down to the film but it is a lot of it is down to irfan uh that was probably my favorite irfan performance what about uh, what about you uh i don't know that as again like the, there are some films that he's so consistently good that it's very difficult to pick out a uh, you know to even see it in terms of like separate moments he just like kind of carries the whole film through uh i uh, i'm i'm a huge fan of 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 his in uh, in in talwar um but uh, namesake again uh, just like the the gentleness that he has is uh, something else and i mean it it's it's it's, it's almost like otherworldly the, the 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 grace that he has in in, in that film uh, i i don't know like i i don't know any other indian actor who would be able to access that kind of uh, it's his sort of strength but that just uh, he's he's almost not speaking he's so soft and like uh, a nurturing for his for his kid yeah it's i a, love that scene you mentioned like you the film uh, the scene that you wrote about uh, right yeah when he's trying to get through to his son right yeah and such a such an easy scene to forget um and w- once w- when i was reading what you wrote suddenly i could almost smell and sense where i was when i watched that scene back in 2007 when i actually watched the film i immediately remember where i was who i was with what my life was at that point of time because and that scene had totally slipped through the cracks of my memory like it was such a tender scene and and the whole point of the scene was that we wouldn't notice it to an extent and yeah i mean i i think irfan's filmography was full of those kind of scenes because as even i Uh, later sort of uh, noted and then felt the need to write about was that you know i when he was there for such a i mean for the last 15 years i've really never uh, taken a moment to sort of appreciate how really consistent or how versatile or how good he was and uh, i used to always take it for granted even in like a film like saheb bevi or gangster returns which i actually had liked at that point of time back in 2013 i oh, still right. there were th- things that i just i was like okay irfan's here it's all cool it's on autopilot at least there'll be something worth watching even in the bad films so i don't know it uh, maybe a lot of it is down to the fact that you know the hit rate in this in hindi cinema in bollywood is 
very low so you tend to see superior actors in lesser films all the time and we tend to judge them against that yardstick all the time so i guess uh, irfan for me was both a victim as well as sort of a savior in that sense and I, in my mind he really if you had asked me 2 3 years ago even in 2013 who my favorite actor indian actor is irfan wasn't always the first name that came to my mind it was always the more visible the more younger or the more older actors uh, and then suddenly now i realize after he's passed that you know he was probably always my favorite actor i just didn't know it right because there's you know there's you can only compare him to him and he's he's always so good that sometimes he just like you take him for granted yeah exactly yeah were there um, i mean like for me mumbai meri jaan was one of his most underrated and sort of overlooked performances uh, do you have any moments or scenes like that uh underrated uh, i think uh, i i recently saw kareeb kareeb single for two separate things that i'd written and i think he's really good i think i i i uh, i didn't quite take that film as seriously yeah. uh, when it came out and yeah. now that i watch it i think it's just like i mean i i cannot imagine a more charming performance uh but it 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 has a very interesting energy because the character is i mean he should be a pain yeah. uh, in general uh, but uh, i i think he just he found a way to make him very funny and and very likable uh, whereas i think another actor would have been happy to sort of come across as irritating and overbearing in the beginning and then would have waited until like the redemption scene somewhere in the middle and then you know milk that right but irfan doesn't even need that like he's he's so good that he can be both like a real weirdo right, right from the start but also be like absolutely likable yeah that yeah. now that you mentioned kareeb kareeb single for me that film was karwan even though i didn't totally buy the film and it had a lot of mixed reactions and it was too self conscious as a breezy road film uh, hmm. i sort of irfan exactly like the way you described him in kareeb kareeb single he's supposed to be annoying as hell and hmm. he's supposed to be over the top and you know like really exaggerate our perception of these uh, of these blingy characters so to say uh, but uh, somehow i just bought him in that film he made the entire road trip even though the film sort of got deflated at so many parts he just made it so um, he just made it so watchable and uh, obviously again it was a role that could have so easily gone wrong and i've seen so many actors try so hard to make things look effortless to make uh, uh, this sort of um, naturalisms look effortless but you know i i don't think irfan ever sort of was training to do anything um, remarkable in a role like that and i think that was part of uh, his charm as you said yeah i also um, i think yesterday i also need to mention given that we are talking about like underrated stuff in general uh, for some reason on my facebook uh, this segment from i think the film fair award showed up from 2010 or 11 not sure when uh, there's okay. a segment with shahrukh khan on stage Uh, where Shahrukh Khan is hosting the awards, 
and uh, he's being his usual charming witty self and uh, and suddenly while sharukh is talking about all these big budget films um, um and you know celebrating all the big films of the year irfan stands up in the audience and he sort of makes he sort of fools the viewer into thinking this is a real spat in the middle of a live <laughs> telecast award show and he sort of threatens to walk off and sharukh looks a little stunned and sharukh calls him on stage saying and irfan is like tum mainstream log and tum he is a little bit like us when we talk about a lot of these uh, <laughs> a lot of like a nihilist in general saying tum log like playing the victim card and saying that you know you you are just talking about your johars and your chopras what about us and this and that and suddenly you realize that this is all part of the act and the way irfan went about that thing he i have a feeling he even for sharukh to make it look so authentic and then both of them it became a spoof segment where sharukh is acting as, as a serious actor uh, on a video and irfan is playing sharukh and mohapate which was actually got my like it really made me laugh at that point and yesterday when i watched it again uh, i think i mean these are such mo- small things this wasn't even a performance but for some reason i will always remember uh that that even when the camera really wasn't on him and he didn't need to do it he made something like say a film fair awards which we know uh, how is it, how it's become now it 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 just totally uh, sort of turned the camera back on them and uh, turned the back camera back on sharukh and sort of That's... made them being so sort of uh, self uh, derogatory and self i mean it was it was great fun that's crazy and uh, it's just again i think this is an experience that so many of us are having over the last two days mm-hmm. that we are now looking up his old scenes and and it's and it's very uh, it's very bitter sweet and there are a lot of these moments that seem almost meta moments in in themselves like i i had a i was looking at a, at at hasil and there's a scene where he's talking to jimmy shergill and he says tum mujhe pehchante ho main tumhe pehchan gaya hu guru artist and he then he says i like artists and i mean it's it's almost like a prophecy because this is hasil this is 2003 most of you know the popular film audience don't know him and it's almost like he's announcing himself as an artist like you know you will know me right yeah that's actually a lovely scene you pointed out and and that that prophecy that you do talk about i feel like there was a bit of that in every role he did where he was almost going uh, even in the multi star films or even opposite say a sharukh or opposite like a nawaz i mean i felt like he was always in on it in on his kind of legacy in on what he meant to hindi cinema it was always like he was going you know artist to almost every co-actor in the next 15 years which is uh, which is great because i had totally forgotten that scene from hasil and i totally forgot most of hasil and it's amazing that his career pretty much ran in the same been for you know the next 15 or 17 years because i remember how annoyed i was that when i think the last film we watched before the lockdown was angrezi medium in theater yeah. Yeah. and uh, i do remember how disappointed i was that will this actually be the last film that irfan khan will see irfan khan in 
and oh, is this the last film we are going to see in the near future it was it was both bleak and poetic and i felt bad that it had to end on sort of with a mediocre film but again irfan in that you know had his moments and even though you know you could sense that he was physically fragile and he was sort of um, uh, the script was you know one of the most tacky things i've seen in recent times i i felt like it was still i was just glad to see him most of the time and i was just glad to uh, and somewhere at the back of my mind i also i also knew that i'm seeing you know the last of him there is uh, there's something which now strikes me as poignant which i hadn't quite thought of uh, i had interviewed um, Homi Janya, uh, who's the director of Angrezi Medium, uh, in the week before the film released, like, uh, and I was generally asking him, uh, you know, about about working with Irfan, and uh, he said that Irfan had told him that when he came back uh, and he was shooting, that he had uh, that he discovered a whole new way of acting, and that he wasn't going to. act in the old way anymore and that he was going to cut all the bullshit out and that he discovered a whole new way and mm-hmm. uh, that kind of now that i think of it like uh, he he had that discovery and he had maybe only one film to you know to do it in and who knows what that would have resulted in what kind of irfan we might have seen in had he had a chance to work on whatever he was working on yeah i guess uh, i mean yeah i'll never know now that you mention it that i'll never know that this new kind of acting it's almost like you know you tie someone's hands and they have to figure out a new way to adapt and i'm pretty sure irfan given the state he was in and given his recovery arc and you know i'm sure uh, necessity sort of pushed him in a direction in a new artistic direction now that you mention it and i guess we i didn't see enough of it in that film because the film was like that and you know i wish we did of course it'll be which brings me to you know the fact that i mean it will be remiss of us not to mention the fact that rishi kapoor passed away a day after irfan and uh, for me what obviously it was one blow after the other but what i did find interesting was the general reaction in the country and how it was never divided as such it was always united and irfan for one whole day an entire generation of film goers were mourning irfan and were uh, were devastated by irfan's death and then i'm seeing an entire entirely different generation uh, of film goers as well as us in a way but sort of mourning rishi kapoor because and i saw a lovely tweet i don't know whose it was that um, some i think a girl wrote that my my mother uh, yesterday when irfan passed away my mother asked me why i was so depressed and i told her it was irfan who passed away and she was like you know he's just another actor and today she knows what i was feeling yesterday right yeah no that's 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 perfect because again we we forget that movies are so much about what we bring to them and what we grow up with and where we see them how we experience them and uh, you know when as you said irfan is kind of informed our view of indian cinema and 
it's uh, obviously Rishi Kapoor is uh, a giant of 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 Hindi cinema, and uh, but there's that personal connection with Irfan obviously was going to be stronger for uh, for you and me. But again, a very uh, a very difficult two days for you know the film community in in the country, obviously. Yeah, I I remember like um, telling you and us both of us discussing. I mean, in a very vague sense that okay, we had to write about it fun yesterday, and we did feel the need to because you know this is our generation. He meant a lot to us, but you know we could sort of see in the kind of obituaries and in the kind of pieces that came after Rishi Kapoor uh, passed away that um, you know there was an entire. different uh, sort of older generation of journalists older generation of moviegoers uh, you know reminiscing about him so fondly and writing their heart out for him the way we had probably a day before that right. and, yeah and it it just was pretty i mean i couldn't it's, get it's, it's quite fascinating also if you if you see the tonalities of of the of the pieces that came out for ifan and for uh, rishi for uh, for rishi kapoor a lot of it was like do you remember him in this song uh, do you you know you, uh, do you remember him with this co-star he was like very uh, you know he was a heartthrob he was uh, you know he was kapoor khandan you know the older idiom of 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 hindi cinema it sort of came out because you have to use that idiom when you talk about him because those were those that was his his legacy whereas with irfan like uh, it was they you know it was it was very different it was a lot of it was like specific moments from his performances or you know his relationships with the various directors or scenes which he's done so again just uh, interesting uh, difference in tonalities i thought when talking about these two performances yeah i feel in a way it sort of uh, spanned an entire life cycle for hindi cinema especially in the way we've reacted to it in the last couple of days like you know going from old school to modern but at the same point staying very old school because of irfan what irfan represented or because of you know the purity of what he brought to hindi cinema so yeah i mean that's how it's been it's been a tough week yeah it has and, um, yeah and with that i guess i think we should end that podcast with you know uh, with a sort of very melancholic uh, uh, on a very sort of melancholic note i hope that next time we do talk we have uh, we have better we have uh, happier things to talk about obviously and um, uh i hope to be soon back with the next podcast and uh, uh, we um, and you know sorry for any technical glitches but we are a couple of old men trying to figure out technology here <laughs> so uh, so yeah thanks a lot uday and uh, i hope we are back sometime soon talking about something uh, more contemporary and you know life going on right no thank uh, thank you because as i as i was telling you there was a lot of Irfan bottled up inside. I think both of us. So to get that out has has been very. Uh, it's been nice. Yeah, it's been a little therapeutic for me because I'm so used to sort of putting words down on paper and writing them that I never really hear my voice. 
and how much i struggled to communicate them in words while speaking and this sort of helped a lot so i guess uh, yeah so i guess thanks and i'll see you soon again yeah